This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Betches Media presents. If you feel depressed and if you feel anxious and you feel confused, you know what? Welcome to the club. Gazpacho police. Oh my God. What a stupid son of a bitch. He believes that it's a woman's right, it's a woman's body, and it's her choice. The Betches Sup Podcast. Sayonara, sucker! Hello, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Millie Tamaris. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast, where C-SPAN meets the group chat to help you process and laugh at the biggest topics in U.S. news and politics, which I have had to select very shall we say, selectively, so that I can hold on to enough juicy topics for our, if you didn't hear, live show on Saturday. So exciting. So exciting. I have sadly heard from so many people that they're like, I'm out of town. It's wedding season. I'm so sorry, but it's still going to be great. That to say, there are still tickets left. Grab your tickets. Betches.co slash live. We're about to do a run through right after this and uh, see how much work we have to do on it. But it's looking good to me. I'm really excited. I just got to say... That when people get married, like, that shit is for a life, kind of. It's at least for the next three years. Bet you sub live is only for one night, honey. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is your one chance. Your one chance to your turn out. Your one chance to go from URL to IRL. <laughs> we'll never do. You never know. Apparently, there's a rocket hitting the earth. That could happen the day after. It could smash us all. Mm-hmm. Probably not. I haven't up. even read Don't the headlines. <laughs> I always am like, well, I always hear stuff like that. They're like, uh, uh, yeah, like a Chinese rocket is going to come crashing down to the earth. But apparently, like, it's always just going to hit the water. I don't know. No <laughs> right. one ever seems worried about it. No one. I always read that and I say, are we worried? And then I read the article and they're like, no, we're not. Well, no worries. There's a small chance it could destroy us all. But really, we're not that worried about it. If we all get destroyed, you know what else gets destroyed? Student loans. <laughs> finally. And then finally, finally, we won't have to worry about student loans. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that is the question, right? That is the fundamental question around solving the climate crisis. Is it's like, if I could go my whole life and not save a dime for retirement, spend all of my money, if you told me on the, my 65th birthday that the, earth, that the world was going to explode. Although I certainly wouldn't want to be, that's not, I'm not saying I would make that trade off. I don't really think that my ability to enjoy every dollar that I spend is necessarily worth the end of humanity, but I'm not, but I, I remain not? unconvinced. <laughs> yeah. I remain unconvinced that putting money away on some website for every, every two weeks <laughs> is really going to, really going to pay I off also, for me. <laughs> this is brought to you by policy. <laughs> <laughs> but also, yeah, no. And then I also feel like, yeah. Maybe I don't need to sell a pilot if we're going to explode. You know, if a rocket's going to hit us, it's not my fault my pilot didn't get sold. <laughs> you know? uh, and and it's just all about reframing, paradigm shifting, and all that Absolutely. bullshit. That's that why I'm going all in you. on my balcony garden. That's what mm-hmm. I'm going all in on because if shit hits the fan... And mm-hmm. we have total societal collapse. I mm-hmm. will have basil. I will have dill. I will have like five little tomatoes. 
And clean ears, as we discussed and on the last clean podcast. Ears. Exactly. Exactly. For as long as Wi-Fi and stuff is still exists, because it uses, the clean ear thing uses Wi-Fi. So if oh, we have shit. full societal collapse and everything Camera goes ear. down, what? then actually I would not be able to use the ear cleaner. Wait, is it ear cleaner <laughs> uses Wi-Fi? Is yes, it ear cleaner so, and a camera too? Yes. So the way it works is like you press this little button on it and then a Wi-Fi network pops up that like, I don't know. I don't think it's really a Wi-Fi network, but either way, you connect to that and then that's how it shows you in the app what's in your ear. So that functionality, if all of society collapses, that functionality would be limited. Um, Certainly. <laughs> well, up until that moment. <laughs> hopefully it doesn't happen because... I did just buy a $200 rice cooker, and I do want to use it at least 10 times so I can feel good about it. Um, I feel like, yeah, I wonder if, well, we'll see. We'll all we'll see, see eventually. <laughs> but I wonder if internet goes down first or electricity. <laughs> what, which <laughs> services do we lose first? Does it all go down internet at once? I guess it's such a fun first. game to play. Internet should go down first. The Gilded Age had internet. I mean, Gil Gilded, Gilded Age, Age had, had fucking electricity. <laughs> I need to use my Zoji Rusi rice maker that I saw on TikTok. There's an $800 one. I'm not there yet. I got the $200 one. How much better one. can the rice be with an $800 rice maker? It just has way more functions. You can make a porridge. You can do like oh, whatever. That's cool. It could stay hot. It could do, you know. Listen, I'll yeah. send you the TikToks, but I did get the. But am I splitting the. Listen, I'm splitting the rice cooker payments into five months. <laughs> Uh, so if the rocket After hits me pay, next, baby. if it, if it can hits somebody next please month, buy Millie's pilot so she can put down a down payment <laughs> on a rice cooker, please. Well, I'm just saying if the rice, if the rocket comes, if it comes next month after right. I have used the rice mm. cooker, it's paid for I'm not, you know, whatever. I'm good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It could also come in between and shut everything down and then you get the rice cooker for basically half the price. Cause we don't have systems. It is really priceless. <laughs> To always have perfectly made warm rice on your counter. There's really no, when you're like, fuck, I'm hungry. I have a meeting in 10 minutes. I need to eat something right there, right there. That's, that's where I was at. That's where I'm like, you Put know what? Spices I'm going to do on it. it. Pop an egg, egg on there. Yeah, that's oh, my comfort an food. Egg. An when egg. I am like that's the Cuban <laughs> so way. hungover that I can't eat anything, <laughs> it's always got to be the rice. Mm -hmm. That's all I can get down. And I thought that too, because I don't have a rice cooker. So I'm like, am I going to do the fucking... Boil water and like all the, and then you gotta like be monitoring it, or am I just yeah. gonna do my live my best life and split it over five months of payments in hopes <laughs> that a rocket will hit us by the second month? <laughs> you can't get the rice cooker for like seventy five dollars less. <laughs> well, and dear listeners, if tomorrow is your payday, I really hope you approach it with Millie's energy to forget forget the crusade against afterpay and just split it up. It's like bankrupting Gen Z because isn't afterpay like it's not it's just it's like a micro loan. Yeah, it doesn't affect your credit if you I mean, if you like don't pay them, I think it would. But the big thing about afterpay is apparently these young girls are out here putting their whole life on afterpay, oh, girlies, which no. I totally um, I think that would have been hard for me not to do if I was like yeah. 22. Yeah, and you, like, yeah. Uh, like, I, I, I get it. I get what's happening to them. Oh, but yeah, yeah and apparently the credit card debt to show for it. 
the youth is getting sucked in. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I finally paid off the credit card that I racked up when I first moved to New York at 22 and was cash advancing my rent with my credit card. Oh, my card. God. Every, anybody, any, all New Yorkers that didn't grow up with generational wealth have, like, a shame 20s credit card debt story. That yeah, we and all after do. pay would have ruined me. Yeah. yeah, I didn't have credit card debt. Like, why? Well, I, I actually didn't pay a credit card and, like, got, like, my credit was in the... In the 400s, like for a little bit, or like something like maybe it was 520 or so, like something crazy because I thought if I just ignored it, it would go away. Yeah, I've, um, I've been through that. So, if anything, Afterpay, Afterpay is a credit card that they'll take the money, they're getting totally. their fucking money. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> they'll and in find that way, you. it's better. Yeah, they'll find you. They will relinquish checks. Yeah, in that sense, in that sense, maybe it's it's safety for the girlies. But just buy, just 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 save fourteen dollars for your for your shine bikini top, and just buy it and and just buy it in one go. It's not worth it. It's not worth the credit. But to your rice credit. cookers, listen. Oh, absolutely. Once you get into day. your thirties and you need something that makes your life. In my thirties, I feel responsible enough to have yeah. afterpay. But I don't yeah. think that I, w- I would have always in my life. In my 30s, yeah. I just refuse to deny myself anything that will call, like bring me <laughs> just a little bit of comfort for a moment. Absolutely. Like, absolutely mm-hmm. not. It's worth it. Money is real. I don't believe in money. Like today I took an Uber from my new apartment. I was like, money's not real. This is my this is my this is my like defiance even, against money. Don't even talk about Ubers because I am Uber abuse over here. Okay, it's too guess, hot. Somebody gave me fifty dollars in an Uber card, like an Uber gift card $50 did you suck their dick <laughs> honestly I would but I'm like that's a good gift Uber that's a, card Uber that's gifts such a good gift yeah and that is um, a really seamless good gift. I when I had mm-hmm. COVID somebody sent me $75 on seamless great gift really those are good. good those are good that's a great gift too for um Brittany Levine our our mom's like content person I asked her like what do you get for new parents who insist they don't want anything or need anything and she said either bring them food I was like I feel like they have their fridges full and she said them get them a seamless gift card and they loved it because you are still even when you're going through a lot of stress you are still like oh should we really order so like to take that away to take that off somebody's mind is like such an excellent gift anyway spend all your money you just want to order from your favorite place like you just want and you're like dealing with the baby that's a beautiful gift beautiful gift Hey, American Fever Dream listeners, I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. Whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of the things I like to buy on Etsy have little dachshunds on them or are four dachshunds. Dottie's got a whole litany of new sweaters and harnesses and all kinds of fun stuff that we get lots of compliments on when we're out on walks. A gifting moment is always just around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. All right, we have we have procrastinated talking a little bit more about Mike Gates as much as we can. I never really <laughs> wanted to talk about him insulting women on this podcast again, but I have about half a million reasons to 
More specifically, a young woman Matt Gates targeted, a 19-year-old Gen Z activist named Olivia Juliana, has raised now more than $600,000 for her organization Gen Z for Change, which they are going to distribute to abortion funds after the 40-year-old Republican congressman body shamed her. 40-year-old Republican congressman body shaming a 19-year-old. I mean, there's nothing this man won't do with a 19-year-old. So, boom. Even like younger. Well... Well, well, well. Olivia responded. So he he made the comments that we talked about with Marissa on Monday at that convention where she's like, oh, if you like abortion, you're like short and fat. And she responded, I'm actually 5'11", 6'4", in heels. I wear them so small men like you are reminded of your place. And then he came after her personally. He tweeted a picture of her. And I want to read you what she told Teen Vogue when she saw that because I just love it. This is our kind of girl. She said, Honestly, I know it might sound kind of crazy, but I laughed. I was like, this is going to be good. I knew I would be able to make the best out of the situation because that's what I do. It's my job. People hate me because I'm 19 and think I'm a doe-eyed kid, but I'm a political strategist for one of the biggest youth organizations in the country. This was almost like a gift from Matt Gates, And here she is. She's definitely going to raise a million dollars. This yeah. group that she's part of was had a big profile. I knew about it, but it didn't have like a super big profile. So it's just great. She really is like optimizing the moment and and creating great content around it. And it is one of those, um, yeah, fuck him. Yeah, I mean, it's just disgusting what he's saying and what he's doing. And um, I, like, commend this girl for being able to turn it around and use it. I mean, it's... You guys have already talked about it, but, like, the, the, sh- the shit that he's engaging with by even saying this stuff about abortion is really really horrible and promotes like a lot of really ass backward thinking. And also I just don't, I said this in our group chat, but I don't understand how Matt Gates has become like an arbiter of attractiveness for people. I don't know. Gross. You mean Beavis? You don't know <laughs> yeah, how he I became. Mean, <laughs> that's the thing is I'm just like, dude, I personally would not uh, want to bring that much attention to my giant fucking head. But That's true. Whatever. Yeah, Matt Ten Head Gates. Um, what, what was I going to say? So for me, I echo everything y'all say. Like, I'm personally excited because I'm always the first one to say Democrats are playing defense. They're not playing offense. They're not this. Republicans are good at taking one thing, one small thing, somebody on the left, a mm. black person said, a Latino said, and turning it into this big news story and trolling the fuck and getting a rise and all this stuff. The, you know, just like the, the trans protest of Dave mm-hmm. Chappelle that was all First Amendment people talked about for a fucking week. And I love that that we have somebody who's doing the same thing. She's going to ride this to the fucking wheels come up. Yes. She's going to get a million fucking dollars and it's just trolling these people hard and they can't handle it, you know? And I, I just think it's cool to see. I love that she's like tripling down. That's it's all that like it's all that's on like her TikTok, her mm-hmm. Instagram, or, you know? And it's just like, yeah, we need more fucking trolls like this to call them on their shit because like we said, like not only is Matt Gates not the authority on what's beautiful or not, but also being beautiful or like conventionally attractive or anything has no indication if you're going to get a need to get an abortion or not. Right. Like fat women can still get pregnant. 
uh, people you think are ugly can still get pregnant. You know, like children can still get pregnant, you know? It has he nothing to do with anything. Yeah, of course yeah. he knows well, that. Well, yeah, and it's, I mean, it's so gross on the heels of, like, also, yeah, this story about that 10-year-old girl in Ohio where it's, like, she didn't get in that situation because she's an attractive little girl. Like, she, like that's not, Oof, yeah, that's fucking disgusting. So it's really important to push back on this, like, line of thinking. And this is the type of stuff where I do feel really, I don't know, I think that Gen Z has a lot of promise. If we don't, if they don't get crushed by Afterpay, I think <laughs> that they have a lot of promise. And they do I what they think, want, whether yeah. it's buy a tube top or fight back on the internet with Matt Gates. Absolutely. Fight back relentlessly and just go in. I love it. Uh, and I love like... It's pretty fucking brave too. Like as mm-hmm. much as it's like, yeah, it, it makes sense to us and it's what we would do. Like to go up against this guy that like really thought that he insulted you. And like, I don't know, yeah. with Matt Gates, I guess it's not that risky because Matt Gates doesn't really have stands. Maybe he has yeah, some. Yeah, he does. does. Yeah. I think that she's, Who likes I think that him? she's getting fucking losers. His, like, the, the people, like the gross people yeah. who put him into office and the people who like, Nick the same people who put T- Ted Cruz Turning forward point and Marjorie USA Taylor students. Green. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like people who love this kind of stuff. And like, this girl is putting herself out there to get abused online to get mm-hmm. called ugly by a bunch of horrible people and mm-hmm. like it takes a lot I think it's fucking awesome that she's putting herself out there with like humor and all of that stuff but like it takes a lot of mental fortitude to have yeah. even like even if it's the world's dumbest people who you don't fucking care about at all to have a thousand people in your mentions calling you ugly like that sucks yeah. even if exactly. it's not true and you know it's not true yeah so for every for every like million you know dollar she's spending, she's getting so much more hate, so much. De- I I can't even imagine. Yeah, and you're right. She could stop anytime, but she's continuing to do it because she's continuing to raise money, and that's what's more important to her right now, which is pretty yeah. baller. I, to me, also, and we touched on this Monday again, but I've been thinking about it a lot. Is it's just like in any kind of like in any sort of argument or any sort of debate, it's like as soon as you're like, well, you're fat. You have nothing. It's over. Really? Well, like the, just, the, you just any sort of thing. It's it's what it's what men reach for for women when they have nothing left and they're like, this is a this is gonna be the bullet that ends the fight. It's like Amanda, what the fuck? It's a fucking adjective. Can I say something? Um that Clarence Thomas video that we did for Betches, mm-hmm. like a few days ago, somebody this man wrote like well, Clarence Thomas wasn't morbidly obese. And it's like, okay, like, like, he's also not in a woman, and he's also, like, not in the bench's office. And he's like, what a stinging what, what critique. What a fucking get, like, what an idiot. Like, but yeah, like, immediately. Yeah. Somebody said, you know, a critique that somebody else said was, like, the left can't do comedy, blah, blah, blah. And I responded to that because I'm just like, or like, oh, these are the same people that want to mandate vex. I'll engage with that, but just saying like Clarence Thomas wasn't morbidly obese. It's like, like that guy's like thinks that he's ending me, and it's just like, yeah. Well, I'm so also real. not convinced that that's not. I don't know if that's. <laughs> true. I'm not sure if that's <laughs> clinically correct. I don't even know the if case. that's like accurate. Yeah, I think but Clarence it is Thomas just, is right. like 
an like a seventy nine year old. Like it's not like he's rocking a hot like quote unquote like rock hard abs body. <laughs> like I just think it's odd. When they have nothing less, they're like, but fat. And it's like, what? What? And and to them, it's because I guess they still think it. I, it's, it. It is so important to show, you know, it's an instance like like this and what you're talking about, Millie, where it's like, that means nothing. That's not yeah. an, what are you doing? That's not an insult. You can't get us this way. You can't undermine us this way. It's not real. It's not a thing anymore. It fucking bothers them. Yeah. That, yeah. you know, because, right? Like, you know, people like Olivia, people like me, like, we're not supposed to be successful or winning or anything or getting attention or being whatever. And especially not talking about sex or something like Mm -hmm. that's wrong. So it's like Matt Gates, even like, what was it a month ago or two months ago? We're just like, it's always the fucking cat lady women. You know, it's the same thing where it's like overeducated, whatever overeducated cat ladies, mm -hmm. which is like, these people are literally, that is what it means, conservative. They don't want anything to change. They want things to stay the same. Where fat people were just out of the way, which they never were. Where women didn't go to college. Where people didn't get abortions, which also, none of that is true. We, yeah. Women were always going to college. Fat people were always fucking. That's why there's fat people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> people were always getting abortions. Unfortunately, Matt Gates' mom didn't. And we live with the consequences <laughs> every day. I mean, maybe she tried. Look at his forehead. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. You know now how we are racking. body shaming. Not, that's not the big forehead community. We need, Candace, we need Candace for Real Eyes of the Potomac to drag this man's forehead. Oh, my God. Play off Ashley Darby. But yeah, you, you mentioned this as well, but it is really interesting in terms, we talk a lot about the Democratic pipeline and how we have challenges because we're just so bleeding heart. It's like, you know, the, the pipeline is very slow, whereas, you know, you can become a member of the House of Representatives as a Republican from going viral, from trolling Democrats. And I am I am fine with trying our hand in that lane. I am sure this young woman is much more capable and much more of, of running the country and knows much more about government than half of the clowns in there. So... It is exciting to see these moments pop off and it makes me see the value of like, sometimes I'm like, fuck, like, do we really got to talk about Matt Gates again? But I'm excited to see how we can actually turn those moments into, into making our own celebrities and making them pay for it. And yeah, is it the healthiest part of our discourse? Not necessarily, but it's, it's, it's fun to see like a positive because this, this gal is definitely going to have some sort of, she will be an elected official of some sort within the next five years for sure. I'm excited for her. I'm excited for Claudia Conway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Claudia's going to be somebody. Claudia's going to be somebody. And yeah, yeah we Claudia, need our- Claudia follows up. I'm not sure if she listens to the podcast. I think we talked to her about coming on once. We had Sammy Cohen on once. Yeah, Sammy Cohen mm-hmm. was great. But I'm also like, if Madison Cawthorn right. can be, you know, whatever. Gen then- Z doesn't give a fuck. Like, they're a little they they freak me out and yeah they're they're not if they're not scared of like Matt Gates calling them fat then I'm I'm thrilled to see what they are the next thing they rise up against we all know your hair and skin can sway your mood and impact your day in ways you can't underestimate sometimes what starts as a bad hair day quickly turns into a bad everything else day I'd never found beauty products that really understood my needs but ever since I switched to custom hair and skin routine with pros I've noticed so many benefits healthier hair and skin, yes, 
but beyond that too. Since I started using Pros, I've noticed consistently healthy hair. Even with all I put it through with the heat tools and the hairsprays to get this pompadour sky high, it smells great, it looks fancy on the shelf, and I like that it has my name right on it. This formula is made for V. Pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. From millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely yours or mine. And Pros isn't just better for you. It's better for the planet. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. They even have a review and refine tool, which learns from my feedback and adjusts my formula to keep up with the seasons and changes in my life. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin that they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription at pros.com slash feverdream. So get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash feverdream. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash feverdream. This is a a slightly less shiny conversation, but there are updates in the fight or what has so far been kind of a light confrontation, kind of a pretty (laughs) please Russia, can we have her back to release Brittany Griner from a Russian jail. It's pretty dirty now. Yeah, it's it's getting, it's it's heating up. It's getting dirty. dirty. (laughs) Russians are famously dirty. President Joe Biden has offered to exchange Victor Bout, a convicted Russian arms trafficker serving a 25-year U.S. prison sentence. The deal also proposes the release from Russia of Paul Whelan, a U.S. citizen and former Marine who was detained in 2018 and arrested on espionage charges, which he denies. He has served three years of a 16-year sentence. So this deal was proposed a few weeks ago, and Secretary of State Antony Blinken told us about it yesterday. His comments mark the first time the U.S. government has publicly shared that they're taking concrete actions to bring Brittany home. Previously, they sort of had like, it sounded like they had changed the categorization, kept saying like, okay, now we consider her wrongfully detained, escalating that. And this comes amid increased national pressure after a period of relative quiet. So the U.S. government's approach seemed to be to negotiate this quietly because I believe there was just some risk that, you know, she was detained shortly before the Russian invasion in Ukraine. And there was just some risk that the the more we we raised the profile of her detention, the more that could signal to Russia, we could get a lot of concessions, you know, Mm. with this with this woman. And for her safety, I think her whole family was sort of down to I'm assuming you know, the diplomatic community was like, let's let's try to do this. Let's negotiate this quietly. And her family, mm-hmm. of course, was down. But eventually, Griner's wife, I think, you know, rightfully, I don't I lost patience. I mean, nothing, it wasn't working. It was not working. Yeah. They had, you know, gone along with this, this strategy, and it didn't appear to be working. And with the support of the professional sports community has raised the profile of Griner's now five-month detention and put more pressure Oof. on the Biden administration to act. Five months, she's six foot nine in... A two-time a gold, Olympic gold medalist in a in a Russian jail, and this also kind of her profile raised, and I think people were more comfortable potentially pointing out, you know, is there a double standard here when the administration negotiated the release of Trevor Reed, another American who was detained. So a lot of elements here, a lot of people, you know, wondering out loud, frankly and candidly, like, would this? Would this happen to an NBA player that was more no. well known? I mean, she's a she's a WNBA player. A lot of these players do they don't fucking make enough, so they do have to go in the off season play for other teams in in other countries. She's a two time Olympic gold medalist. Like she is by all accounts a huge American celebrity that is just in Russia detained. Well, it's also like the argument that people are making is like she's been to Russia many many times. She, like, already knows the rules. Like, they probably, 
some suspicion is that they probably like never said shit to her treated her like a celebrity never gave her a hard time this time shit's getting hot there so they're gonna use whatever and it kind of flipped on her and um i think that on one end i understand you know trying to do it quietly and not bringing a lot of attention and all of that but it just also public facing it just doesn't seem like they there was the sense of urgency and when you compound that with like you know, for her to afford a certain kind of lifestyle that is easily granted to the most benched, whack NBA players, for her to be the star, she's like the LeBron James of the WNBA, um, for her to have to play in a different country for most of the year is, is it's like another issue. Mm-hmm. And the Biden administration can't lose black women. And a big contingent of black lesbians are upset about this. <laughs> so he has to really act on it. And it's like, you know what? You're going to take arms dealers. Let's go. Uh, I mean, yeah, I will give people are them upset. some credit because it's just crazy because this guy. He's called the Merchant of Death. He's like one of the most evil motherfuckers on the <laughs> planet. And this woman maybe accidentally had a vape cartridge of weed. And we have to maybe release the Merchant of Death. And I think this that's part of, you know, why it did maybe take them a long time is they're like, well, you know, the U.S. really doesn't like to do prisoner exchanges because it just it incentivizes. It's not a good kind of like model to set. No. So, I mean, this to me does signal that they're taking it seriously. Obviously, Paul Whelan has been an issue for a long time, the Biden administration and the Kremlin have said so him. far there's no agreement. But about about who? Paul Wheel. Yeah, yeah. Oh my, I haven't even heard about people that People have been guy. hyping. People have been trying to get him home for for a really long time, and he has a lot of support around him too. So maybe sort of working together has helped that. But more about this Victor guy. I do think, yeah, that it's like. Okay, we'll release the Merchant of Death, but you the have merchant. to give us two. Yeah, exactly. you don't get right. one Merchant of Death is two people who are pro- like probably not a yes. problem at all. <laughs> like, and listen, if I'm Brittany Griner's wife, I'm like, let the motherfucker go. Oh, you know, like yeah, Russia's still going to kill people. But yeah, no, I'm me, not I even. I'm, I can't sit here and pretend like I knew about the Merchant of Death prior to Brittany Griner's incarceration, or that I have like major feelings about. The Merchant of Death. You didn't see the 2000 now. film Nicolas Cage film. I think it's called God of War. <laughs> oh, is you know, that I what missed, that's about? I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I didn't watch it, but I feel like I might. Yeah, he have like dropped. He like dropped weapons in all sorts of conflict zones, like dropping them into bloody conflicts with like a fucking helicopter in Liberia, Sierra Leone, Afghanistan, military oh. grade weapons, and was caught like. He denies it, of course, but was caught trying to sell weapons to people who wanted to kill Americans. So that's what we have him locked up for here. And Brittany Griner says she does not know how the weed cartridge got in there. The cannabis oil cartridge got in there. She thinks maybe she was rushing around to pack and it it was in there. She has pled guilty, but in Russia, that doesn't sort of end thing. But again, just this guy that is responsible for just some of the blood, like has escalated some of the bloodiest conflicts and a vape pen. I know. As someone who's accidentally forgot to take drugs out of their fanny pack when they went to Mexico, um, it happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. And also, but again, I'm just, I don't even, I don't know. I don't know if I buy the accident. I'm just like, they probably were kissing her ass. She's 6'9 in fucking Russia. She's like this, like, and then shit, you know, like McDonald's shut down and now they want to fucking act crazy. 
Yeah, that's right. I kind you, of agree with you, Millie, is that I feel like, because when I initially heard the case, I was like, oh, I wouldn't, you know, on my horse, uh, on my high horse, like, I wouldn't travel around in Russia with a vape pen. And then it's like, yeah, right. This woman, first of all, yes, you would. And second of all, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, who are you fucking talking about? If but nobody's also, like, ever, like, fucked with you about it before, why not? That's the thing no. is, like, this woman travels oh, all over these countries all the time. Like, she probably has a much better grasp of what's usually fine and chill and not that big of a deal. And, like, that she's, you know, had a vape pen in her bag a gazillion times before or whatever. And this time, because she just happened to be traveling during this conflict and whatever, I think they just treated it differently than normal. Yeah. Also, and she says that she was brought into a room. She got a poor translation. She signed things she didn't know she was signing. So there's so much yeah. here. And she faces 10 years in prison on transporting drugs. So I don't know if there's like a scale of like had had this amount of cannabis oil and attempting to traffic. I cannot imagine that they could make that case out of the out of the amount that she had. It's literally because of all like it's literally because of the conflict in Ukraine. Yep. And also, like, a lot of people are on their high horse. And it's we just have to accept the fact, just like with Michael Phelps, that, like, athletes have a different relationship with marijuana. You know, they can't drink, like, or a lot of them don't drink because of the calories and what it does to their body. They can't miss a day of training. Obviously, like, smoking, and especially with oil and stuff, is not as damn, you know... There's that whole argument well, about marijuana too. Well, you know the Shakari like, Richardson whatever. stuff, where it's like yeah. we're trying. It's it's just interesting which athletes end up getting in trouble mm-hmm. for marijuana and having their careers derailed for marijuana use and get put in fucking Russian jail for five months because of marijuana right. use. Like, yeah, it's like because y- it is true that like uh, you know another Olympic gold medalist, like Michael Phelps, if Michael Phelps had a vape cartridge in his bag and they detained him, it would be a huge international incident immediately. 100%. And we would have been having these conversations about the merchant of death, I think, right away. Yeah. For better or for yeah. worse. <laughs> but it's Free good the to see them death. finally Free him. acting on this. Free him, please. Let him go. Free Let the merchant of death. Go. Free Victor. <laughs> Let him live out his remaining days before the rocket hit. We all dread the what should we have for dinner question. I mean, I know I do. I love a home-cooked meal, but I don't always have the time, energy, or groceries to make it happen. Being able to feast on a delicious meal without the long prep and cook times is what drew me to Home Chef over the other guys. Home Chef's meals are effortless, so I can spend less time trying to be Top Chef and more time watching it. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, or quick microwave meals that assemble in minutes, Home Chef has you covered for delicious meals without the hassle. Home Chef has over 30 options a week and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you never have to worry about what to make ahead of time. Not only is it convenient, but it's economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering our listeners 18 free meals plus free dessert for life and a of course, free shipping on your first box. Just go to homechef.com slash fever dream. That's homechef.com slash fever dream for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. You heard that right. Homechef.com slash fever dream must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. They also have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. We are back with Betch's Sup's own content assistant, Bridget Swartz, and she is going to take us through Support or Suppress. I'm very excited for this first one because Millie brought this up to me, just unprompted, unprompted this first topic. You both wanted to talk about it. I do not. I'm going to sit here and try to take deep breaths as we discuss this one. (laughs) I tried to avoid eating, but uh, of course, this is our segment where we go through a couple big topics in news or politics or culture and discuss if we support this or think it ought to be suppressed. What are we starting with, Bridget? So we're starting with the pink sauce. Um, so it was started by this woman named Veronica Shaw. It's supposed to be a dragon fruit dipping sauce, but a lot of people have said it tastes like watered down ranch with, <laughs> with a sweet aftertaste. It also costs $20 a bottle plus shipping. <laughs> the, nu- <laughs> the nutrition label <laughs> originally said it has 444 <laughs> <laughs> per bottle. Which she then clarified was an error that meant to say that it's 444 grams per bottle. Um, It's also made with dairy products, but it ships unrefrigerated. And every bottle is a different shade of pink, which is sus. Um, It's also not FDA approved. And then she went on live to talk about it. And someone asked about why it's not FDA approved. And she said it's because it's not a medical product. But the F stands for food. Thank you for that colorful and enthusiastic description. Bridget is losing it. (laughs) So I guess it's like, do we support or suppress the hustle, maybe? Thoughts overall on the Supplant, baby. I don't know. How did this take off in the first place? Do you know? Um I yeah, I don't even know, but it was I think I don't I don't know how much people were buying it ahead of time. A lot of people were saying that a lot of people who were anti-vax are getting the pink sauce. <laughs> so that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are saying that she thinks the F stands for pharmaceutical. <laughs> oh, no. um, the, but yeah, I really don't know. But I think it went viral. I saw the viral TikToks talking about the nutrition uh, labels 
because <laughs> she wanted it to be like cute and like have references to God and like puns mm. in the nutrition label. And oh, someone's like, not the no, nutrition. You need to like actually put accurate ingredient label and all this stuff. Um, it's just super funny. I don't know, but definitely. So, sub, sub my question is like, so she's just making this sauce in her house and shipping it out. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. So this is a, yeah, this is like a home. It's really sauce. gross. It's yeah, I've so, seen images of it, and I just from the image alone, I was like, I can't engage with what this is because <laughs> it looks like Pepto Bismol. It does. Oh, it does. It looks like it Pepto does. Bismol sauce. Uh, people, so it is. Oh my god, ill. Stop. <laughs> it's disgusting. So disgusting. Oh, and yuck. this is unrefrigerated dairy. Yeah. Oh. So, so no. it's legal in the in the U.S. It's legal to like sell like preserves. Like to sell jams yeah. and stuff. Like, so it's not <laughs> weird that someone's making a thing in their house and selling no, it. No, no, right. But right. it's just like, no, I was the just scale confused as to how that, it came but, to be and like what it was. Like, I, I needed I needed to understand, like, is a company making this or is no, it just a, a lady? And it is. No, it's it just, is a just a gal. It's just a gal. Okay. It's just an entrepreneur, a pink sauce entrepreneur. And yeah, that's this is where I'm talking about. We're in this stage of late capitalism where we're like, has hustle culture ruined us? And I think that it might have. Yeah. It and also you have. don't have to try the newest thing on TikTok. You don't have to. If it's unrefrigerated <laughs> dairy, you can you can skip yeah. that one. You can wait it out and just see how everybody else feels. Uh, somebody yeah i, I mean this I'm yeah this, this the the fuck the daily harvest crumbles <laughs> i'm gonna support the pink sauce lady because you know what she's not presenting as far as i can tell she's not presenting herself as anything other than a lady with some sauce and if you want to buy that <laughs> sauce even though the label's all crazy and <laughs> it's just like ranch and then the juice then left I over guess, after a sliced watermelon then i guess it's not ivermectin's fault. People are eating it up, gobbling it up. <laughs> last at least checked, she lives in America. Mm -hmm. Yeah, America. last I checked, if you want to eat horse paste or pink sauce or whatever the fuck, you're allowed to. So, well, I look if forward wanna... to the pink sauce, the pink sauce MLM, the Lulu Row of pink sauce. Yeah. Oh Jesus! I'm my Christ. own boss. <laughs> All right, Bridget, what's Which our next one? Which is great because I have to take out sick a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, the next one is Zelensky in Vogue. Um, so he appeared in Vogue this week as part of a story featuring his wife, First Lady Elena Zelenska. The story was titled Portrait of Bravery, and it's primarily about the First Lady and her experiences during the war. But it also features pictures and comments from Zelensky. Um and some people, mostly conservatives, have been criticizing it, saying that Ukraine is currently in a war and it seems like a frivolous thing to do. Um, but also, like, Vogue has always kind of been political and it's not like he's the first leader who's been on the cover of Vogue to bring attention to a particular issue. So, support or suppress? Hmm. I say support. Why not? I'm also, like... If this was when this goes on in the Middle East or in an African country, Vogue ain't nowhere near any of that. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's been the overall complaint about the entire overall criticism about the U.S. response to Ukraine at all is that this is getting way more compassion and way more attention than um, 
any other conflict, but at the same time, like it's still a war and um I put the picture in too, just 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 for a just for context. Yeah, I think it's classy. Also she's beautiful. Yeah, they look they look great. That's She's not like wearing like eating diamonds like Melania or whatever. Ripping on her. I mean, this is a very sexy picture. (laughs) It's a little sensual, but that's I mean, that's that's so interesting, Millie. Is like the issue with this isn't like it's out of touch. It's that it's inconsistent. They're not doing this. They're not using this medium to draw attention to bloody conflicts in in other areas or finding finding subjects that could speak to you know a powerful or triumphant side. Where it's like yeah. these are two. He was literally an actor. These are two like conventionally attractive white Europeans. So of course they get a spread in vogue. Yeah, but that's not what conservatives are complaining about, of course. So. No, of yeah. course not. Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's like, I support him doing, like, part of the job of president, these conservatives can be like, oh, it's, like, it's frivolous, whatever. But it's like, the president's job isn't just to be, like, in a bunker, like, directing troops all the time. He also has to, like, be the face of this country and, like, try to get the word out about things that are going on. And so, you know... As weird as it is in this modern world, like going in vogue is kind of a part of that. And like getting, keeping the story at like the front of people's like minds with a sexy picture with your wife. Like, I don't know if you're actually sitting there on the front lines and people are dying, I feel like you're going to do all the things Mm -hmm. that you can do. Yeah. Especially at a time like this when interest is slightly waning, like a great way to get it back is to be in vogue. And this and is a sexy picture. I really can't yeah. get over the the <laughs> grip of his arm on her. They're in, and he's really, they're both just staring. So we'll put it on our Instagram stories. They're both just staring. She looks like she could not care less whether he's there or not. And then he's really, really, he's really like, yeah, <laughs> There's he's veins like, in there. Yeah. Ex- I'm, I'm turned on. Maybe by we should just have this picture up behind us through the entirety of our live show. <laughs> I don't want people to be horny like that at the show. <laughs> no, definitely not. Oh, they can be a little not. horny sometimes at certain parts, but not the whole. Sure. It's too much for the whole show. It's, it's too much for the whole show. show. 90 minutes of being horny is nobody. Nobody can sustain that. But if you want to hear us talk more about celebrity and politics, we will be doing that on, on Saturday. Yee. I was just saying, how did you guys get through normal people? Uh, the Hulu show. I if won't watch it. Watch it gets too horny. <laughs> it's very horny. That's I what didn't. I, mean. I don't have time for that. I had to stop a lot. <laughs> no, a lot of breaks. A lot of breaks to cool off. To cool yeah. off. Okay, Bridget. Fair finally, enough. we're going to talk through uh, perhaps our most our most controversial subject of the entire week. <gasps> yeah, uh, this Instagram situation uh, is our third topic. So. Last week, there was that picture trending on Instagram that said, make Instagram Instagram again. Stop trying to be TikTok. I just want to see cute photos of my friends. Sincerely, everyone. Um, Kylie Jenner and Kim Kardashian both reposted it. Now it has over 1.6 million likes. And the head of Instagram, Adam Mosseri, I think is his name, um, posted a reel and a TikTok talking about the new update. I saw it on Twitter. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) And he essentially said, like, Sorry, but we're still going to try and be TikTok. Um, and went over the like newest update, which will prioritize videos and has a bunch of new ways to make reels involved in it. Um, so not yeah, pictures. not pictures. Yeah. <laughs> so I just I have a lot of thoughts as somebody 
who's worked in social media, but I feel like everyone's worked in social media these days. But yeah, it's it, it's giving P, it's PTSD from that 2015 2016 era where the, everyone was pivoting to video and like mm-hmm. tons and tons of content sites had to shutter because everyone was pivoting to video. Uh, there's a really popular, formerly New York Times, now Washington Post journalist who has me blocked on Twitter, who I don't fucking like. And because and a lot of people in the industry don't like this person because they feel like their takes are very dated and whack. And they're like they're They made this whole article that was really corny in the wash um, in the Washington Post. It was like things are over. We've progressed past like like Instagram's never going back. Like we've moved forward. And it's like. So have we progressed past society has progressed past the point of wanting to see pictures of our friends and family? Like, is that what we're doing now? Like, what are we talking about? Um, and also like meta right now is failing. They've like lost like 15% of revenue. They're like grasping at the straws. That stupid metaverse shit sucks. Um, and death to all things, Facebook support. (laughs) Yep. So I guess I, Depending on what we're, I, I suppress yeah. the new. I, I suppress the new update. I don't support yes. it because yes. number one, yeah, PTSD from the pivot to video and backing off of that. Remember that Facebook, part of the reason they were able to tank so many companies is mm-hmm. that they created false video numbers. They inflated yeah. the video views by a lot. So all these companies, and I remember it because I was at Betches full time at the time that this was happening. Videos were getting thousands, like. Like mm-hmm. you would have to work so hard yeah. to get like that many views on YouTube, which is what they were trying to take out at the time. And then your Facebook, but your video on Facebook would get thousands of views instantly. And it was all a lie. So I mm-hmm. personally think I don't believe a single real statistic that we see right now, to be honest. I think they're doing the same fucking thing. And Facebook is a company that. we know this from the movie, is built on stealing. That is all they do. They steal ideas from other companies. Instagram, which is their their best property at this point because they tanked their original property. Instagram, they didn't originally own Instagram. They bought Instagram, and then they Mm -hmm. turned it into this hell. They want to turn it into a shopping mall for your phone now Mm -hmm. and like a hybrid TikTok slash shopping mall. And I watched that guy's video and it's just so funny because his argument is basically like, well, the reason that we're not prioritizing pictures is because people aren't posting pictures. And I'm like, you guys, (laughs) it is obvious to everyone that you guys, anyone who works in this industry knows that you guys have changed the algorithm to promote videos. Everyone Mm -hmm. can tell, but they don't ever have to be honest about that. And I think that they're, needs to be a real reckoning with the fact that these companies, these platforms can host entire businesses, entire livelihoods, people, you know, think of the mom bloggers who like mm-hmm. made their fucking livelihood on Instagram, taking cute photos of their friend, their, their kids. And now, sorry, you have to make videos now and you have to be good at making videos. And you have to have the time to make videos and you have to have the know how to make videos and you have to be a personality. You have to be comfortable on camera. Yeah. Because nobody makes, as we talked about at the top, and nobody makes comments on your appearance when you post videos that you don't want to Yeah, hear. exactly. You have to be ready to do that. And also, like, some people use it to showcase art. Like, I was reading a lot of complaints from, like, people who are artists who post still images of their art who, like, their engagement has tanked because Instagram is allowed to change its algorithm, 
change and change your business model, basically, mm -hmm. without saying a word to you and without right. signaling it, without doing anything. And you either have to get on board or. Right. It's like we all know. work for Instagram. A lot of us that do social media, but we don't have any workers rights. We're not entitled to any any say in how yeah. our company, quote unquote, functions when it's Instagram. And yeah, I mean, it's it's. I think the, the I think the article that you're talking about, Millie, also just sort of showed how a lot of people are like, we can't trust Instagram to to be um, to provide for us the way it always has. So we just have to find other solutions. Like, and I know that's what we've done at Betches too. It's like we have to build the community. Like, people are literally like, I don't see your posts, I don't see your videos, I don't see your Instagram stories because if we mention abortion in them, they get suppressed. Instagram is a terrible app. It is an incredibly unuser friendly app. They don't want you to get information because now if you want to get information, you've got to fucking be making, you know, you've got to be like dressed up in a really chaotic video and making a joke a minute, which we can do luckily, but it's not something we've had to build the infrastructure to completely change how we go about it and how we manage our time. And they can, I agree with you, Elise, like they, they, they can change this at, at any time. I do not have faith that they are kind of like TikTok. I think they're trying to be like TikTok in this way too. And then on TikTok, you know, I, I love TikTok, but I'm always on my For You page. I don't follow a lot of people. If I love yeah. a video, I don't normally go and follow that yeah, person. I just trust neither. my For You page to surface more more like that. Whereas mm -hmm. historically Instagram, if you want more of their content, you need to follow them. And that's how you grew an account. You made an account that people wanted to see again. And now mm -hmm. they're just serving it all through Explore. So even if we have videos that like really pop off, you do not see growth from it because no. there's no incentive within the app for you to follow. It's like, yeah, maybe somebody sent it to a friend, but so at the very least they could say, you know, okay, we're gonna prioritize video, but we're gonna make the user journey more, like prompt people more to actually follow the niche communities that they're engaging with. But they don't care because like you said, they don't want you to engage with niche communities. They want you to keep scrolling until you find something to buy. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> or they wanna be able to like sell more ads. <clears throat> and if you're, so sorry. <clears throat> If you're selling more ads, that I mean, if you're scrolling more, you're gonna see more ads. Not necessarily if you support one person or one. And and the thing is too that there are so many people. Again, we do work for Instagram. There are so many people whose jobs, whose promotions, whose livelihoods are based on this account growth. And mm -hmm. it's hard because on one end, I'm like, yes, things do change. Like that is the nature of social media. On the other hand, I'm just like. This is not fair. This is not right. It's all like a money grab. There's no long-term plan besides like lessen the role of TikTok. And and it's just the fact that I, I shared with you guys this thing that this company that opened where they're basically Instagram insurance mm -hmm. and you can pay $9 and they make sure your account doesn't get hacked or that you have a customer service or blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, the fact that this company can exist and get customers, it's like your product is bad. And then you want us to, you've like created this ecosystem where we depend on you. And then you want us to fucking change it up again. And like reels are just, reels and TikToks are just way more labor intensive than it a, really a static is, image. I personally, I'm just, it's not something that I feel motivated to do. I'll make a reel if like an idea comes to me. It's always like if, or if I we make a pay video, you to, but to yes. just do it for your own account for no reason is a lot of work. If you're not going to get an immediate return, like that is what you do for your profession. So to just like yeah. have to do it all the time without the promise of getting paid for it. Or exactly. to bullshit Adam Mosseri. 
Or right, getting, right, or getting right. followers. But it doesn't drive follower growth like, like it used to. Like, you just don't grow on Instagram like you used to. And then it's just like, you know, so that, so we're talking about it from a side of like, we work in this business. We've actually like, we have like a career stake in these decisions Instagram makes. But if you flip it also to just a normal person, it's like, I want to see my friend post a picture of their vacation. Like, I actually want mm-hmm. to just see what I Instagram am missing is engagements. <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't. I don't want my friend who's a teacher in Virginia or who's pregnant to have to make a reel so that I can see the update of her. Like, I just want to a see reel like, with the right friend. hashtags. Right. And exactly. She's also like, I don't want something. her to have to like use the right sound and a reel or whatever so that I can get an update about like the ultrasound. Like, I just want to see her updates. <laughs> yeah, it's. It's interesting that the Kardashians have gotten involved because it probably does affect their bottom line because famously people like looking at, you can't really, um, you can't edit a, a reel. You can't yeah. edit your face in a reel as well as you can in a still. I will leave it there. Yeah. We have to end there. We will be back with our show on Monday. And if you buy, you can also, I should mention, buy a, a live stream ticket. So if you just want to watch the show on Saturday or for 24 hours after, you can also do that at Betches.co slash live. Until the end of Democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Millie Tamaris. And this is the Betches Sub Podcast. Bye. The Betches Sub Podcast is produced by Amanda Duberman, Jorge Morales Pico, and Sean Kilby. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Be sure to follow at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send us your emails to suppod at Betches.com. Betches.